Listening to the D-Bad Movement, this is the Don't Be a Dickhead podcast with me, John Gilbert. Me, Ian Thompson. Me, Alex King. And today, we're in a, out of the studio and in a very, very special location. We are in Dinsdale's Joke Shop in Hull. Whoop, whoop. AKA the Joke Shop. And we've got a very special <laughs> guest with us, Graham Williams, the proprietor of the Joke Shop. Welcome Hello. along. Hi. Hi. Nice to see you. And the reason we've come here is because we're standing and recording now. I don't even know how to describe it. It's kind of like the trophy layer of somebody who slays monsters. We've just got like decapitated heads all over the walls. Um, we're not in the shop, we're just in Graham's bedroom. No, this is the, we're in the joke shop here amongst an absolute labyrinth of, of masks and things because we are doing a very special episode. We are recording D-Bad does Halloween. <laughs> you, you're all inhibited because we're not in the studio. Normally, Ian is all over the special effects of the intro. It's because I've got to bend down every time I need to speak. This is like every person's dream. Like you turn into a child as soon as you walk in here, don't mm. you? Like it it's wall to wall, ceiling to floor, things that are fun. It is. If you're from Hull as well, like it will be nostalgic. Yeah, you could you. spend all week yeah. in here and you still wouldn't have seen everything. You would, although I have to say, Grandma Watson, first thing I saw, plastic dog poo. <laughs> Always a staple. My biggest yeah. selling thing in the shop is poo. Really? It still is. It always was. still is. <laughs> I was, I'll tell you a little story. I once was, uh, the, the big issue rang me and said, we'd love to do a thing about your famous shop. So I said, yeah. So anyway, the guy came down to do the interview. And while he was here, it was kids half ten. And uh, I was selling a lot of poo. And he said, you sell a lot of poo in here, don't you? I said, oh, yeah, it's how big a seller. So he said, how many poos have you actually got? So I said, no idea. He said, do you mind getting them all out? So we got them all out. At that time, I had 11 different types. <laughs> well, the idea of the story was to talk about the family business, being in that years and all that type of thing. All he did the story on was Dinsdale's make a living selling crap. <laughs> and but this, he said it was one of the most popular stories he'd ever run. It went down really, really well. But I didn't even realise we had 11 different poos. Well, I'm quite intrigued by this. I've talked about my bowels on the podcast before. I can do 11 different poos across the course of one day. So, uh, <laughs> but I have to get them out later and compare. Every, everyone knows that. <laughs> so, so today we're going to be talking about Halloween. I don't mind, do you know where Halloween's come from? Do you know the background? Oh, something to do with All Hallows' Eve. Yeah. It is, yeah. So so Halloween is a, it's a, an ancient Celtic tradition of Samhain, right? And what people used to do is they would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. The day before All Saints' Day was known as All Hallows' Eve. And like all good kind of like religious festivals, it's been commercialised. I've had a statistic that um, in the US now, 20% of all sweets are sold are, are around Halloween. So really? that's quite, uh, yeah. That's, that's quite incredible. Because, I mean, in the UK, we don't even do it that big, do we? Like, the Americans absolutely love it, don't they? Actually, I'd like to differ on that one. In the last, I would say, maybe 10 years, UK has gone mad on Halloween. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's got more and more and more popular. Halloween is our busiest time of the year. Right. Mm. I mean, you, you do see, like, more people, I suppose, like, when I used to go out around Halloween, then it would you'd literally just go house to house to the neighbours and things like that and do trick or treating. Now people go, I mean, they travel to go trick or treating, and people like people who want you there, they make a big, they make a much bigger sort of um, 
do of it in their gardens and their front windows. I remember, so yeah. it does seem to be bigger, but I didn't realize it was sort of catching yeah, with the Americans. Got, and also, people think Halloween, they think of children doing yeah. Halloween, which kids do do Halloween, but we, being a specialized company, we tend to go more for the adult. Yeah. Our, our customer base is more, uh, Halloween is more adult. People, yeah. people dressing up to spend. Dressing adult, uh, selling accessories, and, and yeah. Uh, obviously, this year is different because you can't go to the pub. Yeah. And mm. So, this year is not so good. But you, normally, we always head for So, we go up market, like as you can see, all these masks. Yeah. These are more uh, aimed at uh, uh, adults. Yeah. Kids. You see, this year, people need to take a leap. We practiced for this last year in the office. So um, there was, what, six, eight of us in the office last year. And for Halloween, we decided to have a do. And everyone got fully dressed up, like full face Full paint. face of, yeah. Um, we, spent, we spent like weeks talking about it. And then we got there on the day and everyone was doing each other's face paint. And I'm like that, we got everyone done right up. And then we couldn't be bothered to go out after all that and just, just stayed, stayed in the, the office. office. <laughs> it was it was simultaneously the most well prepared Halloween party and the most lacklustre Halloween <laughs> party that any of us have ever been to. It yeah. was. It was. But I, I remember when Halloween was um, all about the sweets, were going around people's houses, and you would take a bit of a chance. Now people basically dress their house up and go, "Come on, kids!" Yeah, stuff like yeah. That as well, which also in the eighties we had quite a liberal attitude too. But now it's uh, it's, all, <laughs> it's all change. The, the big, I tell you a little story. One Halloween, I, I, it was it, it was really really busy, and I didn't get away till late on. And uh, it, I think it must have been a Friday or a Thursday night. And it, and so I go down uh, Cleveland Street as I leave here, and I went by Spiders. Well, as I'm going along in my in the, my car I should explain for any listeners who don't know spiders is like a legendary um, yeah, it's a legendary old in, fashioned in style nightclub um, yeah. it's, and it's not that Graham walks past giant spiders <laughs> well, maybe. So, as, we was, as I was driving along there's all these studenty people who had all been in my shop all wearing my costumes all queuing it was massive and they're all waving to me as I'm going back <laughs> it seemed really weird because I was actually seeing all the people mm. and what they'd done with all the stuff what they'd actually got from us yeah you're like the father Christmas of Halloween but there's not many places where you can get any sort of fancy dress stuff or anything like that so it is that you can go out over Halloween and just say just drive around the street shouting, I created this. Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. Well, we, uh, we, it's our 90th year, so we kind of got a bit... Uh, yeah. Is it 90th? 90 years wow. we've been here, yeah. Long time, family yeah. business. You don't look it. No. <laughs> I always, say, I always well. point that out. I'm actually not personally... I'm only new. I've only been here since 1978. So I'm quite a new... As my uncle always points out to me, you've only just started. Yeah. <laughs> you've got so, a long time left, yeah. <laughs> a lot of traditional stuff still sells. All the base stuff, like, as I said earlier, pearl, Whoopee cushions, snappy gum, joke biscuits, all the traditional stuff. Still, mm. still, you know, there's always another generation who haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. And and the, the the parents want to show them it because yeah. they remember yeah. it. Oh, I get a lot of grandmas and granddads coming in, and they, they, they say, "Oh, I used to. Oh, it hasn't changed. It's just like." A, and they love coming in, and they bring the grandparent. They, they bring the grandkids, and they love explaining to. And people love to explain to me what they bought, what they bought it, <laughs> what they did with it, and what joke they had. You know, that it makes people feel really happy mm. to come in and talk to me about it. And if it's on any social media site, if they mention Dinsdale's Joke and Trick Shop, it goes mad. Because yeah. mm. just people, everybody wants to tell a story about because yeah. everybody's yeah. got a little story because it's been here so long. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if they get that in the sex shops. 
Maybe, yeah. <laughs> well, Gwen Knapp, he was yeah, a pal of course. Was, yeah, yeah, Gwen Knapp. Oh, well, I remember when I took bringing your grandkid in. This is where I got my first anal beads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gwen Knapp guy once came in and he bought a blow up doll off us. And he used to do filming. I can't remember what he did. He was a nice chap. He was an antique dealer as well. Huh? And he dressed up as a traffic warden. And he had this bloke doll. And got, sorry, talking about bloke dolls, I was at Tesco's one night. This story's moving so quickly. So I'm, I'm terrible for drinking. And I'm at Tesco's, I'm filling it with fuel. And I, I looked across, and there was this uh, young girl about 20s, and she was uh, filling a car up. And, I, and there was a guy sat in the a passenger seat with a flat cap on. And I looked, and I'm filling up, and I looked, and I thought, that face looks familiar. And I looked, it was a bloke man from Oshel. What's that? She actually had a bloke man, so as you went in, I said, excuse me, that's a, she said, oh yeah, she said, I always get uh, people giving me grief if I'm driving along and I'm on my own. So she said, my dad's out here, he said, so he sits this bloke man next to me. The only problem is, they tend to go, after a while, they do this. <laughs> 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 and that, but that's less grief than not having a <laughs> less grief it's to the have different a, a type of grief John. inflatable dog yeah. it's Why grief not? that I don't think women admire yeah. it's the other grief that we don't want I yeah. once had a man bring a, a bloke doll back it was when Hull City was at the uh, Final in, uh, yeah, yeah, Wembley. Yeah. So we went along. My son, as he said, he kept going down this doll. It just kept deflating. So my son said, "Oh, Dad, let's. Can I have it?" So I gave I gave him this bloke doll, a faulty one, and he, he put. Uh, wind ass on the back of this doll <laughs> so we went into the the camp sky as we went in grabbed yeah. him because he had wind ass on his you know, this blow up doll like they were an old city shit anyway we went into the ground and during the game it, it, I said oh let's get rid of it because it, it, well, I didn't want it anyway yeah. so I threw it into the crowd and it kind of surfed <laughs> and it went along and then, but it, it suddenly it turned and it came back and by the time it came back it was deflated <laughs> so when it suddenly came to me <laughs> off it went well on the night when we got home we watched the highlights <laughs> oh, he, he was in hysterics because you could see the whole city again. And then you just saw this blow up man going up. <laughs> coming back and me blowing it up. Thought <laughs> uh, like you had it on a bit of string. Yeah, coming <laughs> back. <laughs> yeah. Well, it obviously liked you. Yeah, yeah it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're taking good care of it. Somebody take that on, though, wouldn't they? Do kids still buy stuff like, like jokes to play as, as, as the trick bit of trick or treating? Does that still happen? Because I always think, like, you know when like kids go around to a house or something, you rarely say, like, no, I'll have the trick, please. No, yeah. I won't say the I do. asked Pippa, so Pippa we, yeah, Clarkson, we who we work with, uh, she said, I don't think people around here do the trick part of trick or treat, but when I was little, we were out one Halloween, and so we were not there for the trick-or-treaters, so instead they threw eggs at the back door. So I've never heard of that before. When I, when I moved to... I, mo I lived in Wales for a year, and when I moved there, I moved, like, days before... Um, Halloween and so I'd only just got into my house and um, I think I'd moved in on like the Thursday or something the Friday was Halloween so it was like one of the first nights in my house uh, and I remember um, these kids came round trick-or-treating I was like oh, Christ I forgot it was I forgot it was Halloween and I went to the door and I thought I can't say no because it was a really small cul-de-sac as well mm. um, so everyone like knew everyone and everyone knew that I'd just freshly moved in so they'd obviously targeted my door and these kids came along they were like oh trick or treat and I was like oh I ain't got any I didn't even been shopping I was like I ain't got anything and I just looked around the house and all I had on me was a fiver or was it even a tenner no. so I, get, I, I was just like oh, there you go and just gave them that but that was the last bit of the money I had on me as well. And bear in mind, I was I was in like the country. I was on top of a hill on this in this cul-de-sac out in the country. So there was no banks around or anything like that. I couldn't just go and get a tenner and get a load of things changed to get a load of fifty p's or anything. So that was it. 
It was about eight, nine o'clock at night. But with that, word went round the entire cul-de-sac. Oh, go to number seven or whatever. He gives you a fiver. He gives you a ten. <laughs> so literally for the rest of the night, I had to turn all my lights off in the house and I just hid. But they didn't know I was there because my car was outside because everyone had a driveway. So my car was clearly there. I clearly hadn't walked off this hill on my own. She couldn't really walk anywhere. Mm. And yeah, so I was clearly just hiding. But I had nothing. I had literally nothing to give them. Yeah, but maybe you're like a legendary ghost story now. <laughs> we went there and it was like the, the strange, overly generous man. And, oh, yeah. and then no Nobody ever saw him again. Oh, me- me- he's maybe not those... really. He's really yeah. appears once a year, I've, brandishing I've... his crisp ten pound notes. <laughs> I've just got those other kids bullied because they'll be all like, "You were lying." There's no one living there at all. Aww. Yeah, but then at least they're the ones who got the money. Yeah, true. Yeah. Swings in roundabout. Is it Dick Hedery to hide from trick or treaters? Probably. Do you think? I, mean, I think it's Dick Hedery to have to hide from trick or treaters. Is that where then Dick? Dick Hedery. The D-bad movement in a few seconds, Graham, is we're just trying to change the world. All oh, right. Yeah. One act of Dick Hedery at a time. A couple of years ago, I don't remember, there's some guy was a, was a clown and he was in villages and he was spotted. He just stood there, this mm. clown mm. guy. Was, and it mm. went, I think it was when it yeah, yeah, came yeah, out. Yeah. And I think the people must have put him somewhere. And But it, it went mad about clowns. So yeah. boys is down there. They stopped all the clown stuff and everybody yeah. stopped. So, so I was ringing up the company, more clowns! Because <laughs> 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 we're not politically correct at Dinsdale. Uh, and they stopped doing this. But we clowned and looking to see all the clown massive. Yeah. Look at them all. We sell yeah. loads of clowns. And, and again, you see, now when, when there's clowns stood on the side of the road and things, that's quickly disappearing. Again, you can walk around. I created this. Yeah, with yeah. kids screaming and everything. Well, there's a guy the other week, everybody's on f- Facebook, uh, uh, messaged me, Graham, is that you walking around? There's a guy shopping around home, just not with his bags and walking along. I knew it wasn't me because the bags were different. <laughs> he had a horse mask on. <laughs> he was just walking down, he went down white forget, and people were sending me pictures. Is this you? No, is this you? Anything weird that happens, yeah. people <laughs> suspect weird. it's you. When I was a boy, if I ever went to pictures, and he dropped a stink bomb. Ouch! Yeah. <laughs> I always got that. You probably sold them it though. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so what have the community been saying, Alex? Let's get into some of these. Yeah, so Chris Hind has said, all these fancy looking arty pumpkins, what a load of crap. It's yeah, impossible like to get the them to look that like that. Trust me, I've tried. So the I think he's saying it's hard to actually do it. Yeah, oh right, okay then. The D-back community regularly whinge about things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, right, I'm with him here because to me, People who carve pumpkins don't realise how good they've got it because it was turnips in my day and that was an absolute... You needed like heavy machinery to kind of get yeah. into it. I never and had a pumpkin when I was... The, the, yeah. best, the best you would get, three triangles, two for the eyes, one for the nose and then like a slip for the mouth, that was it. Yeah. So I'm with Chris Hind um, because like for me, the, the pumpkin for on Halloween should look like the scary face pumpkin mask. That's what yeah. it should do. It shouldn't be like some kind of ornamental kind of like figurine that's being carved into it. And, and people, that's, that's just not the spirit of Halloween. That's just showing off. There's some people near us, I think they're American and they do it really well. Like, like, yeah, they're doing something, do you know not? what I found out yesterday, which I never knew? It makes me feel rubbish. Um, <laughs> I found out yesterday from Claire, my partner, I found out that what you do, it you don't, they're not just really good artists necessarily. You can actually download templates and cut them out, and you put them around your pumpkin and then cut through the template. Yeah, uh, I didn't you know can this. buy a kit actually. Yeah, yeah, people come in and they buy tem- kit. templates. Well, there you go, Chris Hind. Um, it's all in the kit. In all my 42 years, I never knew about pumpkin templates. So when did pumpkins start to be a thing then? Was it only recent? I no, remember turnips as they well. They were too expensive. Yeah, it was always turnips when I was a boy. I mean, I think, I think I was there probably in the transition. 
Uh, you never saw a pumpkin in a shop no. when I was young. It was always turnips. Yeah. We'd yeah. sit and the, do them at was home. There was the key transition year that Ian yeah. was a yeah. fire hazard as well. Do you remember it? Fire hazard, yeah. Georgina Garton said teenagers trick or treating with no attempt at a costume. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, is yeah that is annoying. Yeah. They come yeah. and they just want something. Yeah, yeah. in that yeah. case, I would hide. You know when people come in to get costumes and things like that, do they you do they know what they want usually, or do they always just come in and just say, "What shall I do for Halloween?" No, they're very specific. Though. Really? Yeah. So yeah, it's planned, do. isn't yeah, it? Like weeks of, in advance. So I have a guy who comes in. He was in the other day, and he's every year he goes. He's fantastic. He made, he made a, 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 a like an eight foot werewolf. Electric. It was animatronic. Is it? Yeah. He had it all moving mm. in it. He spent. The whole year doing it, he was he's, he's obsessed with getting. He's, he's very particular, but he's very good. And it made he somehow made these shoes, which were oh, and he was really tall. And, and he showed me in his yeah, home what he'd done. And, oh my! He, he used to spend absolutely a fortune doing it, and people mm. do. So yeah. in his new mass now, he, I have a guy who was a security guard in Hull, uh, a certain shop, and he bought this mask from America, mm. and I think he paid seven hundred pounds for really? it. But it was like an old person. I'm going to have one of them in about thirty years. Yeah. <laughs> Pippa Clarkson. She said, "I remember going to a pub quiz thing, which my friend had insisted we needed to dress up for. So naturally, we went as zombie corpses. Nobody else in the building was in Halloween outfits. Brilliant. That's At least like, she wasn't on a room. Yeah. I hate it when that like you meant you all say right, like we're going to dress up and we're going to do it." And then people don't really get into the spirit of things. But that happened to me last year at our worst um, Halloween bill. Um, <laughs> made no effort. What are we talking about made no effort? Yeah, when I talk about last year's Halloween do, where it was both well-organised and lacklustre all at the one time, John was definitely part of the lacklustre thing. As For his costume, he literally just grabbed a couple of things as he left the house. Well, there was, he, had a a pirate's, he had a hair, hair extension. He had a hair extension that somebody left at my house. Just one <laughs> strand. Just one strand. And he also had a pirate's eye patch or something. Yeah. That was about it. Yeah. That was the lacklustre part of the evening. I'd gone as an apathetic generation. <laughs> <laughs> would you go to one of those haunted houses, you know, where they do the mazes, and would you do that? Yeah, I've done those at Hull Have Fair. Uh, Grandad Dinsey was a big Hull Fair man. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, yeah like, uh, he was friends with uh, John Gresham, who was yeah, the yeah. famous House of Horrors. Yeah, yeah. Um, Uncle George was pals with... Uh, so I, we used to so did he used to go down and run the... The, the, the no, he, he, used to have, he, to, he, he used to do lots of things at all fair. Right, he was okay. kind of a showman. This is yeah. how he loves all yeah, this yeah, yeah. Mm. My uncle George, when he was younger, used to go to all fair. And, he's a magician, pro yeah. magician, oh. and he'd do the rising matchbox. Nice. Amazing. He had a routine he used to do in the street. The rising matchbox pieces have a little matchbox. You put it in your hand, it's haunted. And the, the matchbox opens and it flips up and goes all over. And he was fantastic. He had this fantastic routine and he'd sell it for whatever. And it, it made it look so easy. And the kids would buy it. Hey, Mr. Don't wait, <laughs> clear off soon. <laughs> obviously, he was fantastic at you know, and yeah. it'd be normal doing it because it was all wise. And <laughs> do you like the um, like the scary horror house, hell house things? Yeah, I do. I don't I mind like them. Yeah, I things like, like um, the, the York Mayor's Hallow Scream. I'd like to go there. I've never been to Hallow Scream. Like, it's really good. Yeah. It's, it's on this year. It's just, I think they've just got less tickets. So I they think I'd freeze and panic. It's though. meant to be less frightening this year. Just for teenagers. I mean, right. how, okay. how you do that. Do you know, know, my fear though, is what if it actually there's a, like a murderer in there? That would be the perfect place, opportunity the perfect for them job, to wouldn't it? To go along, get your um It's actually a real sword or something. Yeah. I don't think that's ever happened. I once went on the ghost train at Hull Fair with me and my brother. 
and uh, the guy jumped out like Frankenstein and went like this and we laughed at him and he smacked me right across the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be my fear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So those um, those horror hell houses, do you know how they started? No. no. So they're not that old really. They started kind of in the in the eighties in again in America. But it was originally it was like the uh, extreme Christians that were, were doing it. And you would what they would do is they would take a, a lorry and then you would go in and then it would be like these horrific scenes of hell. They were called hell houses. Mm. And it was people being like tortured for all of eternity because they'd had sex before marriage or they'd had oh, really? an abortion or they'd done something that was strongly against so they would drag the fear into the teenagers of this is what you did if you didn't follow our strong Christian faith and then people went and went this could be maybe if we could just commercialise this a little bit more and now we, now we have those kind of things yeah. uh, is it dickheadery to make somebody go and do one of those things if they don't want to do it yeah a little bit did someone do that to you or did you do that to someone I else I did that to someone else my brother and I went we were adult Pev who was a big butch doorman but insisted on holding my hand all the way around and had his eyes tightly closed all the way down. Tell me when it's over, tell me when it's over, tell me when it's over. As Freddy Krueger's coming at us and the and Reagan mm. McNeil from The Exorcist and so he wouldn't let you didn't look at the guy like that, but he was terrified. And yes, it probably was Dick Henry, but oh we laughed. I mean, <laughs> he didn't, but we did. Yeah, I remember my dad used to like drag me on like all of the haunted houses that have whole fair and stuff, and I'd just pretend that I liked it when I really I really didn't. Oh. <laughs> It's a bonding experience. We went to the one in um, Scarborough, the, I think it's called Terror Tower, and the kids wanted to do One family ticket, please, walk up, open the door, and it's like the scene from Bates Motel, and like, the kids were like, no, no, no. So so I had to go around on my own, which was quite a weird experience. Not so much that I was fighting, I just felt like a right geek. <laughs> it was alright when I was taking the kids in, kind yeah. of like, oh, come on, like that. But now I'm like, I don't know, do I go, ah, when someone's jumping out or what, I don't know. Mm. Just walking around, just looking a bit confused with myself. <laughs> so David Smith's been in touch with some dickheadery, which is controversial because of the setting that we're in the moment. Be interested in what you think about this, Graham. So David Smith says, it's dickheadery for parents spending £25 plus on kids' costumes in the 90s. We used a bin bag and mum's mascara. So that, that is a good point, actually, because when, when we were young, that's all we did. Uh, we never uh, uh, used to... There was no... It was very small, was Halloween. Very, mm. very small. And when I first came in in the late 70s, Halloween was very... We used to sell a few fingernails and that. Mm. But did you nothing. sell bin bags? Because really. that's what we used <laughs> to do. I used to get dressed in a bin bag. Because that, yeah. that, that yeah, is authentic what cape. witches used to wear. Yeah, cape, yeah. 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 <laughs> a bin bag. Yeah, we used to cut them in half. So they were one big thing. We used to do that. Yeah. But Halloween wasn't big at all in the late 70s. No. Those nothing. low budget costumes that you used to come up with. So um, I remember my brother and I going to a Halloween party in the 80s. And our costume was one of my dad's jumpers, but we both had to wear that jumper, so we were a two-headed monster. Um, and as two kids that had been arguing all of the way there, and argue, it was like the worst costume oh, in, in the world. And actually, funny enough, um, that that's party was so bad that um, the tickets were bought from the post office and the people that organised it, when I went shopping with my mum the week after, there was a little notice up in the post office that said, to the family that came to the party with the two-headed boy, um, please ask behind here and we'll give you a refund. So we must have looked so miserable at the party that they shamed him into giving us a refund for their tickets. I think we were the only kids there and it was just two feuding children trapped in their dad's dusty jumper. That's brilliant. The true meaning of Halloween. When I was about, I don't know, probably about seven or something like that, um, this isn't really to do with Halloween, but for Christmas I got a, a Superman outfit, and I was well chuffed with my Superman outfit. And um, and I remember 
I woke up in the middle of the night and it was at the end of my bed from Father Christmas, obviously. And um, and I put it on and was jumping around the room and got told off and had to go back to bed and was told I wouldn't be able to have the costume on Christmas Day if I woke up and messed about again. Anyway, then I woke up at a normal time and got my Superman outfit. Anyway, I loved it. And for the rest of like that year, whenever I went shopping with my mum, I'd go in my Superman outfit because I thought I looked that good in it. It wasn't until I was about 30, about 23 years later, found out my mum had made it. It wasn't <laughs> a genuine one. I was I was devastated. Were you wondering why you didn't get the extra vision and the ability to Yeah, fly? yeah. I thought it was a genuine Superman outfit. And it, it wasn't, or at least shop bought. I love it that... wasn't until I was 30 and I found out my mum had made this costume. I love that Ian's takeaway from that story is not, I thought you were going to say it wasn't until I got to the age of 30 that I thought, yeah, what a geek. But no, 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 the story was, how dare she? Yeah. How dare she spend so much time, <laughs> love and attention in creating me a costume that I was clearly very excited about. It just, it's just dickheadery. Mm. <laughs> what about pets wearing costumes? Well, that's all they're going Do you sell yeah. pet costumes? No, I don't do them, you but don't. all the companies I deal with do actually do them. Mm. Yeah, Pets yeah. are massive now, aren't they? Yeah. So people love yeah. to dress up these. 20% of um, pet owners in America bought their pets Halloween costume oh, last year. Really? Wow. Why? I mean, what did they, what did, I haven't really seen them. What is it? It's like, an so accessory. You dress your, you dress your cat up as a dog. Yeah, it's an accessory. You dress your you dog up as a cat. Yeah. I think uh, the, all these small dogs now, all these, because and they're paying massive money for them, is they dress them up anyway. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, if you go in that Pets R Us, they've just got of all things for dogs to wear. Mm. They do, but It tends yeah. to these little dogs. Mm. Yeah. Toto had a hoodie that he used to wear sometimes. Toto? Totem, my dog. Oh. Yeah, I used, I got him a hoodie. Yeah. Was, yeah, but was that a Halloween costume? No, no, no. It was just all year round, if it was cold, he had a hoodie to Yeah, wear. but that's functional, isn't it? Yeah. So is your partner called Dorothy? <laughs> <laughs> this also links into another... And, and you've you've prepared this, um, Alex, and I think it's quite controversial. What is it? The controversy around wearing sexy outfits rather than scary ones. Mm. Now, I'm all for the sexy outfits, to be honest. Sexy outfits yeah. uh, were m- massive. Maybe... F- Five, seven years ago, mm. all the girls were wearing sexy brand. outfits. Then the last few years, sexy outfits have just... I've noticed that. Not, the girls don't want sexy outfits now. Yeah. They, want, they, want, they tend to want to you know, be more zombies and, and just normal. Like they yeah. don't be want a sexy to. zombie. Yeah. I, I think that maybe you get aggro if you go out with just yeah. sexy, short stuff other than that. Mm. I don't know. Some men have ruined it, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Stupid old men. What about like culturally insensitive costumes? I'm talking about like people dressing up as Jimmy Savile or something like that. I mean, like yes, uh, well, Jimmy Savile. Do you we, sell we, stuff like well, that? Well, officially no. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, this but is the secret we, under we the counter. We get them coming and they go and they go. Oh, have you got a, a shell suit? I'm going as Jimmy Savile. Oh, we don't sell it. We have an '80s shell suit, and also have, also happen to have a, a, a gold chain, and happen to have a blonde wig and a big cigar. But we don't sell Jimmy Savile yeah. outfit. <laughs> At one point, you actually did used to sell Jimmy Savile. It was actually yeah, a standard yeah. thing a Jimmy yeah. Savile outfit. Yeah. But obviously, when it was when it was bad taste, but we do a lot of bad taste parties, and they would buy things. They yeah. do. So you make it sound like buying like the components from a bomb like on the dark yeah, yeah, yeah. so, <laughs> so it's just like you have to come in on the Tuesday for the cigar come back on Wednesday for the shell suit yeah. otherwise it arouses too much suspicion what's a bad taste party coming on my house for dinner yeah wearing controversial yeah. people who have people have parties that are well, specifically like, just bad yeah, taste yeah, yeah they do yeah. 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 people like Prince well, Harry dressing up as a
And that, yeah, 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 that was on. That yeah. was that made it a big seller that year. Really, yeah, they used to sell that one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anything where you get someone. <laughs> you know, I'm not just... dressing as a Nazi. I'm dressing up as Prince Harry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this guy came and he bought a Nazi outfit, and he was going to his girlfriend was Jewish, and he was going to their. God. I never found out what happened. <laughs> but it didn't end well. That's but he never, he never came I mean, back in again. beyond dickheadery. I mean, it's like cultural insensitive. Oh, going to the family party. I don't like going to family parties. I know a surefire way that I'll never be invited back. <laughs> <laughs> what was funny at one point, and yeah. quite acceptable, yeah. you've got to kind of move, mm. with, the, move yeah. with the times and kind of... We, 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 we're not really good at it, really, but we... Because we're not politically correct and everything, we do so. But we just go. We sometimes yeah. we think maybe it's not a time to sell that anymore. Mm. So they tend to go. That's why we have a lot of old stock because <laughs> it gets pushed to the back, or we won't sell that at the moment. You know, uh, maybe. But you never, back. Yeah, you never know. It might come back. People laugh at might come back round again. <laughs> yeah, I've got a lot of old stuff. What uh, like uh, maybe a bit sexist and stuff yeah. like that yeah. from the seventies and eighties, yeah. which was really people thought was really funny. Yeah. Uh, but now. It's not really the correct. Maybe that's why the sexy outfits now, because girls obviously yeah. Yeah, are sexualised. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think you yeah. hit the nail yeah. on the head there. Mm. Yeah, okay, I've changed my I've changed my attitude. <laughs> Down with the sexy outfits. <laughs> right, let's just all just grow up with bits of plastic dog poo to scan. Yeah, that <laughs> shroud that we're wearing. So, what have we learned about dickheadery when it comes to Halloween? We've learned that that John needs to move on. Yeah. Yeah, about my Superman outfit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I need to move on about on my one, Superman outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I imagine that. I don't know. That was probably a sexy outfit. How <laughs> tight was it? <laughs> we we enter a whole new level of dickheadery there. Knitted it then. So I, I don't think it was knitted. Surely. Uh, I think you might have noticed it was yeah. like a woolly jumper. It got really heavy when it rained, <laughs> didn't it? I'm definitely not was taking off to fly. Was like, the, the copyright law and so on? So was it something else instead of an S? Yeah. They, want, they want the swastika. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so I guess what, what we've learned is that Halloween yeah for all of its like history keeping off more spirits and stuff just try and have some fun and maybe it's not all about dressing up in sexy outfits and going out but staying in and having fun and still dressing up with family and friends and if you need anything to help you do that yeah you can come down to Dinsdale's in Hepworth's Arcade yeah and, and then that, when you yeah. have that party if you find out that conversation dries up just listen to D-Bad <laughs> we've got you covered we've got you back so uh, so Graham thank you for, for letting us record here and for sharing your wisdom with us this has been D-Bad does Halloween I've been John Gilbert I've been Ian Thompson I've been Alex King and remember don't be a dickhead, dickhead.